What's going on, everyone? My name is Teddy Ragsack, and you are not listening to Instant Replay Talk Show anymore. This is now Ted Talk Sports, and to be quite honest with you guys, I mainly changed the name because it's, this was just way too many words. This was a whole, it was a mouthful. So I feel like, you know, Ted Talk Sports is just a lot, you know, it's a lot smoother and it's a lot cleaner and it has my name in it and it's, you know, I don't know, I like the ring to it. So anyways, pushing that aside, what I want to talk to you guys about is these ridiculous, ridiculous rumors that the Lakers are interested in trading for Chris Paul. Now this is not the 2012 rumors, this is the 2019 rumors that the Lakers are interested in trading for him. Now the first thing I thought of because this whole thing is just ridiculous. The first thing that came to mind is that Chris Paul is 33 years old. Okay, he's 33 years old on a, on a max deal with three years left. Okay, so next year, he's supposed to make $38 million. Now, last year, he didn't do that bad. He put up, you know, 15 points per game. He had eight assists per game. You know, but this last season, you know, it's it, it's good, but it's not great, especially for a, a caliber player like Chris Paul. So obviously his age is starting to catch up to him. He's kind of hit that, you know, as Max Kellerman would say, that kind of cliff. Okay. And also to top this whole thing off, Chris Paul is very, very injury prone. So like, you know, the last season he got hurt in the Western Conference Finals. He had to miss game six and seven. And, you know, it just, he just kind of gets hurt at the wrong times. And, you know, why would, why on earth would we want to add another injury prone player to our roster? It just would not make any sense to me. So, like I mentioned before, he makes way too much money. So, in order to trade with Houston, we'd have to give them some salary in return, right? So, since we're getting 38 million, we'd have to give them the 38 million back. So, just to give you an idea of the Lakers' payroll, so LeBron's on a max contract. But after him, the second biggest contract that we have right now is uh, Lonzo Ball, who makes roughly $8 million a year. And that's because last season we signed a lot of guys like Lance Stevenson and JaVel and KCP and all these guys to one-year deals, which put us in the position now so we can get a big free agent and, you know, add other pieces and stuff like that. So... Like I mentioned, Lonzo is the second biggest contract at $8 million, so it'd be very difficult to give Houston the money back unless we had some sort of sign-in trade. So yeah, so, so that, that's kind of difficult. Also, on the topic of Lonzo Ball, getting Chris Paul would be, be kind of weird in terms of Lonzo's development because if we were to, you know, if we were to acquire Chris Paul, do we trade away Lonzo or, you know, so that we just give up on him completely or do we... If we keep Lonzo and have Chris Paul, I think that would totally stunt Lonzo's growth. And I think he's starting to develop as a good player. I mean, his shooting, yes, I know it's not very good right now. But, you know, he is developing as a quality, you know, NBA point guard. And if we had someone like Chris Paul, who we'd have to start and, you know, eat up some minutes, I think it would hurt Lonzo Ball's development. Um, So another issue that I have with this Chris Paul trade is that it would, so, okay, so if we were to trade for Chris Paul, we'd obviously have to give up someone from our young core. So even if it's just like Kyle Kuzma or Brandon Ingram, you know, if we give up one of those players, not only would the would uh, Chris Paul's salary hurt our chances of making a trade for Anthony Davis, but if we trade away some of our young core, 
to Houston to get Chris Paul, then our, we would lose a lot of leverage in trading um, with the Pelicans because some of our greatest assets is our young core, right? We have uh, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, Lonzo Ball, which are all seen to be players that are going to be very, very good in, you know, like two or three years. So if we get rid of them, then like, I don't see what we'd be trading with the Pelicans for. So we, you know, so if this Chris Paul trade were to go through, we, any chance we had of trading for Anthony Davis would just be down the drain, right? It would be very difficult. I, they'd have to work some sort of Houdini magic or pull something off to make that trade happen. Also too, if we, so if, if I'm the Lakers and if we need a point guard desperately bad, like, like so, so, so bad. I just don't see why we was, wouldn't get one either through the draft be, or, or just in free agency. So through the draft, it just makes so much more sense, you know, because like a draft pick is so much cheaper. It wouldn't take a big hit on the salary cap. And we're already starting to hear about a lot of players like Darius Garland, Kobe White, you know, these young point guards that, you know, they have a lot of upside to them. So if we're really worried about Lonzo Ball and a point guard position, you know, being a liability, then we can always go through the draft, you know, and that's, if, you know, if we're not sold on Hunter and Culver and all those other guys. So I just don't understand, you know, they'd be cheaper, they'd be younger. It just would make more sense. We'd still have all of our assets. So and I kind of touched on this just now a little bit. My biggest issue, right? My biggest number one issue with this whole Chris Paul fiasco is that if we were to take in Chris Paul's contract, then we'd be out of the running for all of these big NBA free agents coming up in this offseason. So we're talking Kyrie Irving, Clay Thompson, Jimmy Butler, Kawhi Leonard, all of those guys, we wouldn't really be able to sign because we'd have a second max contract on on our um, on our payroll. So I just don't think it'd be worth it. Because there's a because we could, you know, we can get a good quality point guard like Kyrie Irving or Kemba Walker and not have to give up anyone. So I don't see why on earth we would try to trade for Chris Paul. So to me, that just doesn't make any sense. So I have a theory on this whole thing, and I think that this might be some sort of smokescreen from the Lakers and the Rockets to try and get um, to try and add some trade value or to try to, you know, make their assets seem a little bit more appealing. So hear me out on this. It sounds, it sounds kind of weird, but just kind of hear me out on this for a little bit. So for the Rockets, right on the Rocket side of things, if, if they're, if they make it seem as if they're trading with a team like the Lakers, right? Then the Lakers have a lot of assets and a lot of things that other teams want, like draft picks and young players, right? So if the, if the Rockets make it seem as if they're getting um, offers from the Lakers, then a team that's actually that actually might get Chris Paul, like maybe I don't know the Phoenix Suns, then they might hear about this and say, hmm, maybe we should pull the trigger on this Chris Paul trade right now because we may not have the same assets that a team like the Lakers have. So the Rockets are kind of trying to use this as a smokescreen and try to get a better deal, you know, for Chris Paul. Now, the Lakers might be trying to use this as a smokescreen to try to get a better deal from the Pelicans. So the Lakers might be saying, look, if you guys are going to fool around and, you know, you know, demand these ridiculous things for Anthony Davis, like five first round picks and, you know, all of our players and everything like that, then fine. You got you guys can get, you go, I don't know, go kick rocks, go do whatever, because we're going to deal with the Suns. 
And so then maybe they're thinking, okay, the Pelicans are going to hear this and say, oh, maybe we should make a reasonable deal with the Lakers before their deal fades away. But to be honest, I, I think this is what gets me, what I find very, um, in a sense, I guess not true. If I can't think of a better word. What I don't find true about this and what makes it a bad strategy is that the Lakers have made it crystal clear that they want to get Anthony Davis. So from the start, from this whole free agency, or from you know, even from like the from the uh, trade deadline, the Lakers have made it so so clear that they want Anthony Davis. And LeBron's been public about it, and you know they caused all this locker room turmoil and all this stuff. So it just wouldn't make much so. It just wouldn't make much sense that they you know throw all this away to try to get Chris Paul at 33. Come on, that that just doesn't make any sense to me. So anyways. So those are my thoughts on this whole Chris Paul fiasco. I would be very surprised if this whole thing went through. I give it about a zero percent chance. And if they, if the Lakers did make this Chris Paul trade, I would be devastated. And I think that Genie Bus would be have to, would have to answer a lot of questions because that would be a terrible, terrible move by our front office. But anyway, so. You guys let me know. So what do you guys think of these trade rumors? What are your thoughts on Chris Paul? And I don't know, if you're in this position, like, let me know. Would you guys make this trade? Or would you not make this trade? So like I said before in my other videos, there is so much to look forward to in this NBA free agency. Guys, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all the support. If there's anything you guys want me to cover, or if you guys want to come on the show, just let me know. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. You guys have a great day. And thank you for listening to TED Talk Sports.